0: Knowing that God cannot be tempted with evil is great motivation to grow closer to Him because it's through being divine partakers that we escape the corruption that's in the world because of sinful desire. Welcome to LifeWords Day by Day. James chapter 1, verse 13 says this, Let no one say when he is tempted, I'm being tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted with evil, and He Himself tempts no one. One reason we know that God does not tempt us to sin, which is why we can't blame him, is because God Himself cannot be tempted with evil. The root of temptation is not found in the nature of God. He is unable to be tempted. Habakkuk chapter one, verse thirteen tells us that God is too pure to look upon evil with approval. So what does it mean that God cannot be tempted? John MacArthur says that he has no vulnerability to evil and is utterly impregnable to its onslaughts. He is aware of evil, but untouched by it. God has no impulse to sin. Therefore, there's no temptation within him to sin. And if there's no desire within him, he cannot have the desire for someone else to sin. God does not tempt us to sin. Well, with all this, we may think, but wasn't Jesus tempted in the wilderness? How does this line up with James chapter 1, verse 13? This is a theological argument that's called the peccability or the impeccability of Jesus. Did Jesus have the capacity to sin? Was he able to sin? If he was not truly able to sin, then can it truly be called a temptation? If it's not truly a temptation, then could he have been tempted in all points like we are? Well, let's look at the facts and let's line them up beside one another to see if we can reconcile these thoughts here's what we know it says that jesus was tempted it says that jesus was without sin the bible says that jesus is god that god cannot be tempted with evil that's what we read in james chapter 1 verse 13. so if we believe scripture then we must believe these truths If any of our conclusions lead us to deny any of these truths, then we are in error, not the Bible. So how do we reconcile these texts? First of all, we need to tread with caution and let us always be willing to believe Scripture over our own rationalizations. The first thing to consider is that Jesus was not only fully God, but Jesus was also fully man. This is what we call the hypostatic union. His human nature was just like our human nature, except it was not depraved or fallen because he was born along by the Holy Spirit. And if we examine how Jesus fought temptation, we'll see that it was in the same way that we are instructed to fight temptation. He fought it by fasting and with prayer and with scripture, all of which we are instructed to do in order to stay close to God and not fall prey to sin. This was actually one of the ways Satan tempted Jesus. Satan told Jesus to dial into his deity and turn the rocks into bread. But Jesus didn't do that. If he would have done this, he could not fully be our second Adam, our last Adam, earning salvation for us. His human nature was always and perfectly trusting God and being led by the Holy Spirit. He was always doing his Father's will. He was never allured by sin even though it was dangled right in front of him and this is why jesus is not only a great example but also our perfect mediator the spirit of christ who indwells us knows how to defeat temptation which is motivation to be filled with the spirit to keep in step with the spirit day by day as you pray today please remember Charles Costa and his wife Mona, our missionaries in Lebanon. Also, remember the Farsi Life Word broadcast. It's heard throughout Afghanistan, Armenia, Iran, Turkey, and Turkmenistan.